0: I start to look at where, you know, where are you having pleasure in another area of your life, whether that's with your work, whether that's even just with food, like what is it that brings you pleasure and then begin to add in more things that bring you pleasure. And when you do that, you raise your positive energy, you raise your positive vibration and that positivity acts like a magnet and it draws in more and so um, if we can build that vibration up we can draw more in and that includes money not just the sexual pleasure but money as well
1: welcome girls to the get up girl podcast where we are making you live your fullest and fun life Hey, welcome back. We are live here with the Get Up Girl podcast. Also live on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitch, all the places, and with your gal, Joanna Vargas. And I have three beauties today live on our panel. We have our money coach, our money like um, master, Miss Pinky Sofia Magana. <laughs> then we have our sex coach and pleasure coach. Pleasure principal. Yeah, everybody, who's that? Janet, Miss Jackson, if you're nasty, that goes out to Dr. Brandy. Men again. We also have the Manifesting Ninja. She is a manifestation coach, Maria Concha. She was on my podcast last week. Maria, I got a lot of shout outs for you. People go, I love her voice. So, <laughs> I love it. Gals, welcome. Thank you so much for coming here live. We're going to talk about sex, money, how to generate it, how to create it, how to bring it into our lives. And how they intertwine, and the things that we don't talk about as often—we do—but I think we peekaboo around them. So, first question is: I love this question. What is money?
0: Mm. Freedom. Freedom. It's energy. It's energy.
1: A tool for a source of good. Mm. A tool. For a source of good. Oh, I like that. Yeah. You know what? I had this big aha. Lately, cause I've been studying money with my gal pinky and really like diving in and wanting to know so much money is everything. Money is this lipstick money is the mm. air money is my hair. Money is this conversation right now. Money is everything. And what I've discovered is that cash is the green money. That's different. And I think sometimes we think money is cash. And mm. so sometimes I ask many times, hey, universe, bring me, where is the money? Where is, where is it? Bring it to me. And I get free stuff all the time. I could be walking down, somebody gives me a free coffee or things like that, and that's money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then I started to get real clear and go, okay, universe, I would like cash, please. Cash, where are you? Bring me the cash so that I can see the cash in my bank account mm-hmm. and on my, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. cards. So I get that. Yeah, What do you think about that Dr. Brandy?
0: Well um, it's funny that you say that because I'm doing this prosperity plan um, over the next 40 days and in it we're talking about abundance and what that looks like. So what you're describing is the abundance that's coming into your life. It may, it wasn't you know you were like where's where's the cash where's the money and the universe was like here I'm giving you these things, you're keeping stuff in your bank account, you're not having to put out money, but you're still getting, you're still receiving. So, um, you know, that that idea of abundance and then distinguishing that and saying, no, 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 uh, thank you, I appreciate that, love that. And if yeah. you could, you know, make some things go up in the bank account, we, we'd appreciate that too. So yeah, I, I like that idea that you were getting specific about what you'd like to see.
1: Yeah, and our first memory of money, or memories, like you gals growing up, because I know we have similar backgrounds, similar upbringings. What was your your memories and what did you learn about money growing up? Ooh,
2: it was not good.
1: <laughs> okay, Maria, what was it? I'm curious. No, oh
2: my, like, it's so, it's so crazy how, now you talk to me about money, like where I am now. And I'm like, "Mm -mm -mm." but you tell me to tell you what my relationship with money was as a child. I'm like, like, I feel it in my body. It's, It's so crazy. I haven't been asked that in such a long time, but I know that for me growing up, money was very scary because we didn't have enough of it. And my mother relied on so many other people to get it. And she was very vocal about it. It was, yeah, it was just really scary for me. It was, it was just a uh, money was something we never had enough, of. We, you know, we just didn't have enough. It wasn't like, it wasn't even like, oh, we have extra. we're not going to have extra. No, it was, we're not going to have to pay the rent. And, you know, as kids, when you hear that, like, that's, that's just, that feels, it's not a good feeling, right? And mm-hmm. so I grew up um, thinking about money. I always thought, well, there's never enough money. And it was always, and it was crazy because for me, it was rent. I always associated money with rent so mm-hmm. the point, to the point when I, as I got older as an adult, I remember f- like the only thing that I sh- that was striving for is like, I got to pay my rent. It was just always like rent. If I got my rent covered, like I'm good. Right. But mm-hmm. that, that right there, I was living in such a scarcity world. Um, Because my relationship to money was, it it was about paying my rent. And so I was never asking for more than the basics. I was too scared because I was like, no, let me just ask for rent. Because if I make that, that's a miracle. Um, Mm. yeah, my relationship with money was really a tough one. It was a scary one. I was afraid that I would never have enough of it. And then as I got older and started learning about and healing my relationship with money, everything changed for me internally things first. That's what happened internally. It changed. And then externally, everything shifted. And even, and it's crazy because even not crazy, but I say crazy because just, I think of, and I see in my head, the girl that lived where she lived and how she lived and, you know, the hand-me-downs and all that stuff to where I am today. And I'm like, what a world of a difference. Um, and I was just thinking the other day, like I walk into my office and we're redoing everything. I'm redoing everything. And I always wanted to be that like girl who'd say, I am you know, we're redoing. I'm redoing everything. Um, but, I, you know, I walk in and I'm like, damn, I feel so abundant. I feel like I, you know, and I and it's more than just I, you know, I have my rent paid. It's like in many different ways. Um, so that was kind of my story with money.
1: Interesting. Mm-hmm. Like knowing you now, Maria, I don't think I would have ever thought that that we've healed that you've healed so much with your relationship
3: with money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you pinky? Cause I know, you know, yours pretty clearly for me. Uh, and I, it was coming, it would come from different sources, but money was the root of all evil. Rich people are greedy, but it was always looking at price tags and even still for some till this day, like I'm still healing that those limits where If I would go shopping, it's like, oh, how much was that? Or how much is it? And if it was, if a shirt was more than $10, that was way too much. If I, and then Mm. I would, I would feel bad if I bought something that was a a shirt that was more than $20 where I'm like, oh, $20 for a shirt. That's insane. Um, Going out to dinners, going out to just looking at the receipt, how much is it? Or even just always looking at the price before looking at what i wanted mm. so i would pick mm. based on how much it costs
2: mm-hmm.
3: not what i actually wanted and i'm like oh i want that extra drink or extra milkshake oh no you just stick with that water so it was really just always looking at the price tag and just being limited and being made felt like if you have too much money who do you think you are it's mm. just money, such a charged up conversation, but there's either people that have too much money and are ashamed of having it or not have enough money and ashamed of not having that, you know, enough mm-hmm. money. So for me, it was, yep. for me, it was that just always checking the price tags and money. It's not all about money. Not everything is. Wow. about. Money. Yeah, ladies, do you think by healing your relationship with
1: money, and you were on that journey have you discovered new things and what are the new things like today mm-hmm. i just discovered a new little weed that came out with money it's like ooh okay that's interesting so for me i have this thing and i didn't get it when i was a young child it this is um a recent not a recent but since i started my businesses in my 20s and i always feel like people want to take it from me i have mm-hmm. this belief like if i mm-hmm. have it people want it they're going to strip me they they want to bleed me dry they they're going to, um, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. So I like to surround myself with people that then have a lower financial reality. So I think that they're not going to take it from me.
0: Ooh. You get what I'm saying? I Those don't know about my- that. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I but- get that. Um, and I, I think for me, it is a little bit different just in the sense that, yes, you know, I come from humble backgrounds and it, money, the thought that I had was money is hard to get. But then it was like this ideal that was placed in front of me, like, okay, if you go and you get an education and you get a good job, you'll always have money. But kind of what you were talking about was this idea that, okay, I can get the money, but if I get the money, I got to hide it and I can't flaunt it and I can't want big things to show that I have it because somebody's gonna come and like literally break through the door and steal it. And I'm like, okay, if I have it, how do I conceal it? How do I make sure that I'm safe with it? Because if I have too much, people will, like you said, kind of come in and try to try to take it from me. And so um, that, just that, that piece of it is something that has come up for me over the last couple of years. Um, and then another piece that's come up for me is kind of along the lines of what you were saying, Pinky. Um, I have a daughter. And so I would find myself when she would ask for things that were super expensive. I would be like, well, who do you think you are to ask for any of that? Like you got a roof over your head. You got food in the in the refrigerator. You know, you got all the stuff that you need to get through school in the day and all of that. How do you think that you deserve any of the things that are above and beyond just the basics? So, you know, kind of getting out of that mindset of, it's not just about the necessities that are there for you. You, you can want for something else. You can want for something bigger. So that, that's kind of what, what I push up against, I guess, when it comes to money.
1: Yeah, like did we lose that as young kids for example, a a four-year-old, what do you want from Santa Claus? And they're going to go on and on and on. I want this and it's the end. And I want this and Mm -hmm. then I want that. And then then you're like, wait, 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 what do you want from Santa? They want 42,000 things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What was the age where we started to go, okay, I'll want less because we started Mm -hmm. to hear, well, just pick one or who do you think you are? And all that kind of stuff. And I, that wonder meant of when mm-hmm. we were four years old of the and and the and, and I want this and I want that. And so for yeah. me, that's been like the healing journey of like, I want this and mm-hmm. I want that, and I want this and I want that. <gasps> and these little weeds that pop up just so, five yeah. minutes ago before we started was like, ooh, okay. Cause I got an email and it was like, ooh, okay, what is that? Mm-hmm. Joanna in the past would have, nah, 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 you know, sent an email back of, you know, right away wall up, no mm. it's a no and i said wait wait joanna hey what is it that you can't receive right now and what i got from it the information that that came up for me was that i wish i had the guts to ask for what this person asked so mm. it, it made me angry mm. and i'm like oh that's that's what the information is it has nothing to do with what this person asked from me it was that mm-hmm. i d- don't ask mm. That's what came up. I can't receive that this person is asking me. So I put up a wall. It was like, sh- sh- sh-
0: jails mm-hmm. went up,
1: bars went up. And I'm like, wait, hold on. What is this really? And so that was cool. And I'm like, oh, now I'm actually excited to email this person back. Where before mm-hmm. it would have like stewed, and it would have like, oh, <laughs> well, I'm gonna write them something real. <laughs> you know, but with mm-hmm. the energy of who do you think you are? Just like you said, <laughs> Dr. Brandon, mm-hmm. who do you think you mm-hmm. are to ask for this? But I'm like, they think they're amazing. And they are amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Joanna, you're cuckoo. That's funny. And now it's funny and it's light. It's like, oh, it's Joanna. It's just, a, it's funny. I, it doesn't have yeah. to be so solid and real. Well, yeah. okay. Sex and money. I also have discovered that the more I open up my possibilities with cash, money, opulence, abundance, wealth, like thinking of that nature, sex has changed as well cuz i think when we put up walls to money, we could put up walls to pleasure and sex. So, hey, mm-hmm. the door's open. What do you think?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I definitely think how you do one thing is how you do them all. And so if you are putting up blocks to anything, you can block that sexual energy. Um, or as opposed to blocking it out, you know, outright, just blocking what it could be for you. Because there are plenty of people who compartmentalize sex and just they're like, okay, it's this physical thing, and I'm doing it, and you know, I got my rocks off, and I'm I'm good. But they're not open to the energy of it, the flow of it, um, and just not open to really the the ultimate pleasure of it, which is being open and free and I think connected on some level um, to yourself, to your partner, to your higher um, higher being or higher authority, God. Um, I, I'm Christian, so I believe in God, but just that higher um, energy that's out there. And so, yeah, if you're blocking, if you're shutting down one piece of yourself, um, you may be shutting off the abundance and the flow of of sexual energy into your life um and i think a lot of a lot of through my coaching work i think i see a lot of women who are just not enjoying life at all and it's like okay but it's manifesting as low sex drive low libido and things like that and so i start to look at where you know where are you having pleasure in another area of your life, whether that's with your work, whether that's even just with food, like what is it that brings you pleasure and then begin to add in more things that bring you pleasure. And when you do that, you raise your positive energy, you raise your positive vibration and that positivity acts like a magnet and it draws in more. And so um, if we can build that vibration up we can draw more in. And that includes money, not just the sexual pleasure, but money as well.
1: Dr. Brandy Wells said, I was thinking the way you receive in one way is the way you receive in all ways. Mm-hmm. Because we mm-hmm. can't put up a door and go, let's say you're in your house and you put up a door and you're like, well, I'm just holding out this, but I'm going to let this in. No, a door is a door. It's either Mm -hmm. open or it's closed. So when you close to one, you're actually closing to all. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I'm really discovering because I'm doing Mm peekaboo. Oh, over here Mm -hmm. in my life, the door's down and over here, it's closed. And it's really it's it's closed, Joanna. Can you receive all of life, everything? Mm -hmm. And the moment we go, well, I just want to receive the good and the bad. Then that's when judgment comes up and we start to judge. And what if it Mm -hmm. just is?
3: Yeah. I don't what yeah. do you guys think about Uh pinky worry about. the So, so I think it's once you gain and now going through this journey, once you gain more confidence on your finances, it leaks through everything. And I've seen it happen. I've been with my, you know, my husband and I have been together for 12 years. I've seen it where, you know, where it's times where we we haven't had a job and we're not making money. How sex was how sex is when we're making more money or abundance coming in, I, for me, and it's, you know, people say money's not the most important thing, but I'm like, I'm coming to the point where I'm like, but it is the most important thing. And it just leaks in with your relationships, with sex, with your career, with anything. And I've seen it with, you know, even with different people, when they're not confident in their finances, everything else is going wrong for them. And the people that are confident with their finances, they're just like, I feel good. Sex is good. Like you you just move differently. So I, I really do believe this is so true. And like Dr. Brandy's saying, I mean, she's telling us this really does tie in together.
1: So yeah. get it. Yeah, nice. I know
3: when, like, uh,
1: for example, I'll get a big cash something in for business looking in the past and that quick, I'm like, the chest pops out. All of a sudden it's like,
0: I do mm-hmm.
1: feel good, right? It's like that drunk feeling. It, when you're drinking, it's that feeling, that euphoric. All of a sudden, in a split second, my, the confidence raises 10 points. Mm-hmm. Wow, that mm-hmm. is interesting. And how can I receive that all the time? How can I have that all yeah. the time? You're getting really curious about that. Yeah. yeah.
0: I think that part has uh, is a little bit about kind of self-worth self-love, self-esteem, self-confidence, all of that gets you into that space of being confident and just being comfortable in your own skin. Um, And I know we're talking about sex and money, but it also has to do with your body image and how you look at your body and appreciate your body. Um, Just having, you know, we we see that when we put on that, that one special outfit that we know makes us look bomb and we're like, yes. And you walk through, you know, you walk out into the world you're and you're like, I red. know I look good, right, right. You're like, I know I look good, whatever. It's that same level of confidence and it can come from different areas. And I think it shows up for different women in different ways, but it all boils down to, I think that self-love, self-confidence, self-esteem, and just being able to feel comfortable in the skin that you're in.
1: Maria, what about you?
2: Um, So for me, like it depends on the season, really, because, you know, sometimes I'm in the season where money is super masculine for me, and I'm in like this hustle mode. And when I'm masculine, I don't, I don't like show up, you know, sexually the way I normally do if I'm in a feminine space so um Mm -hmm. so it really depends because there's times that I'm fucking killing it crushing it you know like launch mode right Mm -hmm. and like oh the bank account is like looking boss but I'm so masculine that it's it's just it doesn't really vibe with my Mm -hmm. men it doesn't um I'm confident, right? Like I feel good. I'm confident. I'm crushing it in my business and and impacting people, and it's I'm growing. But it does it actually res- the way that my body responds to that, like my sensual sexual part of me, is it actually shuts off that like part. Um, I feel disconnected, and so mm. I I work with the coach. And I do some, I actually just started doing, I don't know if you guys ever heard of any, of embodiment work. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, I'm i doing that and I'm reconnecting more so that I am not off balance. It's okay, like, I'm like, you know what, fuck it. I'm gonna have some days and some seasons where I am gonna be off balance and that's okay. Like, sorry, Jeff, you know, I ain't, I ain't gonna be, you know, it's, it's just the seasons. Like I, I'm not perfect and I'm trying to figure it out and I'm giving myself grace, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I do feel I do feel a lot of guilt when that part of me is not present and connected the way that I know it can be um mm-hmm. and, and it's like on one end I'm killing it but then I'm, you know in like my sexual life I'm like what I you know what it's like what I say to people what I say to like my clients when when you're asking for anything whether it's money whether it's your dream career your dream anything you know people just ask for enough me, it's like mediocre answer. Who wants to have mediocre sex? Nobody. Nobody wants to have mediocre mm-hmm. sex, right? Um, so I think for me, it's a balance. And I have to really be in like awareness mode. Because if not, I tend to just go, if I'm super excited, I just tend to stay in my masculine mode for certain seasons. Um, mm-hmm. it's like I'm learning, you know, how to balance it out as best I can.
1: Maria, that yes. was so well said. I've never mm-hmm. heard it put that way. And I'm like, I think we're all nodding our heads. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yes, it's okay. Like right now I'm in my masculine season. I'm in launch mode. I'm doing <laughs> two big events. And when, so I'm like, I'm right there. And so what works for me, but I wasn't aware that I was doing it is that I need one to two hours after the workday to settle in. Because Transition when stop,
0: time. Yes. When I see my
1: partner, it's like, nah, I can't even speak. I'm going a mile a minute. I'm talking. I'm talking. he's like, okay, let's sit on the couch. Let's chill. Cause I, this is required for me and for us. And it takes me a mm-hmm. while. And I know like a foot massage or like, it helps me. And then by 10 o'clock, I'm like, okay, now I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Now I'm mm-hmm. the feminine soft Joanna. Now, before I used to choose to work until midnight and keep going. So I was in the masculine and then I'd go right to bed in the masculine, mm-hmm. Me I'm like, yeah, you know, yeah. back into well, my, my feminine softer side, my uh, more intimate side, go to sleep and then wake up. It's like a reset. And then I go masculine again, you know, right at six, 7 a.m. And mm, thank you, Maria, for really yeah. good words to that, right?
0: Yeah, that's important. I'm glad you did bring that up, Maria just that masculine feminine dynamic. And, you know, everybody, men or women have both masculine and feminine energy within them. Um, And I find, especially with with women who are, you know, very (sighs) driven, very much having careers and all of that, we operate in our masculine a lot of the time. And so, to move over to the feminine feels foreign, and it can be scary to be there because you're not in control. You can't, you know, you're not making things happen. Um, And so just acknowledging and being aware, okay, I'm in my masculine. I'm in my feminine is kind of the first step to being able to change some things and make a difference. so i'm I'm so glad that you're working with a coach to help you to see those things and to give you the space to make some changes. And then, you know, like Joanna, you were saying, having that that transition time and knowing, okay, look, I know I'm in my masculine. And if you come at me right now, like it's masculine against masculine, that, that's not gonna work. Um, so we gotta figure out, you know, how am I gonna tap into this feminine piece? Yeah. And so, you know, I. I help women with trying to figure out, okay, what is that transition that you need? You know, is it something as simple as, okay, you know, I just walked through the door, I've been at work, you know, just managing all these other things and now it's time for me. So I'm gonna go take a shower and turn it into, you know, this wonderful experience with some candles and some music and my favorite body wash. And just, you know, letting that be that that switch that says, okay, we, we did all of that. Now it's time for me. Now it, it's, it's time for me to allow myself to step into this place in this space that for most women is their natural space, honestly. Um, but we just haven't figured out how to make room for it, how to cultivate it, how to allow it to come out and be, be open and be free with it because it's seen as a weakness seen as too emotional, too sensitive and all these other things. So just being able to create a space for it um, definitely allows for more of that sexual energy to come in.
1: Yeah, I had a big aha right now as you were speaking. During the lockdown of the beginning of the pandemic, you know, in the whole year, I was in my feminine the whole year and I loved it. So I just had an aha that I was actually happy. I'm actually happier in my feminine, but I'm Mm -hmm. rocking and okay, Mm -hmm. interesting. And Mm -hmm. and Maria, and then you gals tell me people from the outside see me as more masculine and tough, and I'm like, man, if you really got to know me, I'm actually more soft, and so I'm happier, happiest when I'm in my feminine, but rocking and rolling when I'm in my masculine. It's fun, but aerial view. I would choose my feminine. What do you, What are your thoughts mm. on that, gals? I think I resist with a freaking passion um,
2: the feminine because I have bought into these stories about what that is when I'm in that place. Mm. And so I resist it. But it's interesting. Mentally, I resist it. But my body physically craves it. Yes. And I fight mm-hmm. myself. And I shut down that part of me because I'm like gonna be, you know, I'm just, I like operate in doer mode in certain seasons. And it's like I think that that being in my feminine is not doing and that and I and I, and then that comes with just you know my upbringing and what and my beliefs and stories about what it means if you're not doing, you know, that's like attached to childhood stuff I feel about my mom and, and exert all the history. Um so it's like really deep stuff, right? Uh, but I think that the stories and stuff that I tell myself about is why I resist being in the feminine. But Joe, to to your point, when I'm in my feminine, first off, I feel so good. And, And that right there, think about what I just said. So when I'm in my feminine, I feel so good. Why am I not allowing myself or giving myself permission to feel good, right? Because my ego has these stories attached that, okay, yeah, Maria, that's good that doing a bubble Epsom salt, whatever bath, eucalyptus, that's great. But that's not going to get you boom, 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 boom. Right. So attach all these stories, which is why I resist it. But ultimately, when I'm in my feminine, I'm actually, uh, I'm rocking it. I'm rocking it. My business is rocking. Everything is great. And when the, the end of the day, I don't care about the money, I don't care about it. I've literally had nothing been with my partner and we were happy as shit, not to say that we are not happier because that would be a complete freaking lie. But what I I will say is that what matters to me most is preserving my wellness, my well-being, my sensual energy, my sexual energy, all these like beautiful pieces to me, right? Because we're like, we encompass so much and not just the doer, masculine, hustle, fucking seven, eight figure person, right? That I am. So it's Mm -hmm. just... It's
1: very interesting. It's complex, right?
0: Wow. For sure. Again. For sure. Yeah. yeah.
1: Pinky, what points of views have you bought about, you know, being strong and being tough and like, gosh, this hashtag girl boss phenomena.
3: is just. I love both. I love being both. I think yep. it's the superpowers that we have yep. and just being able to just balance them and, and place them when they need to be put on. So, but it's so true when Maria was saying that you know, it's like we get into that masculine mode, and I'm like, oh yeah, you know, if I'm getting like I'm in my masculine zone, I don't tend to be more feminine, like towards like my husband, things like that. So, that just really resonated with me. I'm like, oh, this is so true because I can get real, like, boss, like, and ain't nobody gonna like, I got this, I'm the boss today you
2: ain't taking my mojo Mm -hmm.
3: (laughs) yeah so but i love being fast so i love both and i feel that i know how to you know do both when they're they're needed and finding that there's never really a balance but finding that balance but using them for me it's like using them as superpowers i love being feminine feminine but i love being masculine like i and and i don't know i think I almost want to say that that's feminine, too. Yeah. hmm.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: I, I get what you're saying. I get it. Right? Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I would love to live in a reality where. Women, we know. The Beyonce song, Girls, We Run the World. I think we think it. But like, do we really know? Like, do you really know? Like you just said, can we put that hat on as a choice? Not
0: um Yeah. not as default, not there as default. Know. Yeah, not as default. default. Not as like
1: you piss me off. Now I have to be this way, or whatever Mm -hmm. it may be. Now I have no money. Now I have to go this way, rather than choice. You know what? and that's what I do now. When I wake up, six a.m., I'm like ready. This is serious mode. I'm not talking to people. I'm doing this. This is the way it is. But before it was default in my twenties. It was very default very mm-hmm. and i wonder now in the social media i mean we didn't grow up younger in the social media era we have it later and i wonder for the for people that are younger now growing up already in that like hustle let's go let's go world of the scrolling that it's like more of a record player than we had over mm. and over and over again yeah so i'm i'm very curious about that joe what? um, and, and
2: everyone I just I couldn't help to think, do men have these kinds of conversations? Like, yeah, is it, or or within them never mind with each other because that's a whole other conversation. But within their own minds, like do they, you know, do they um, do they think about these things? Like, is it like you know what made me think that? Joe, when you said, you know, the song the beyonce song, you know, do we really, right? Do we really and like, I just i'm so curious because we you know you know for so long we heard like oh men you know men run the world everything you know and all that and for a very long time and it's still very predominant right um things are shifting but uh not as quickly as or more as as i'd like to but but the, but i'm like do men think that like why do we why do we why do we put energy into this not that it's good or bad i'm just so
1: curious like why do you what do you guys think Oh, OK, I'm going to jump in, Marie. I just posted something on Instagram and it was this girl from England and she was saying she went to a store like Macy's and she was looking at the girl's clothes and the boy's clothes. They're young, like six year old clothes. And the girl's T-shirt said, I'm beautiful. I can do it. Here I go. Right. It's like it had to be the contrast because we believe that we can't do it. So we need a shirt that says I can do it. And the boy's <laughs> shirts said hero. adventurer you know like go run or whatever and she's like Like, just like like they're already that they're already Mm -hmm. that ours are we could be that but you're not yet because you think you're not i'm like i totally got it and so we're wearing these shirts we're actually creating our own glass ceiling because we're like you Mm. can do it hashtag girl boss what if it's just hashtag boss just do it why does it have to be i'm mm. a girl boss yeah Oh, I yeah. Maria, I would love to have a panel with gentlemen, Dr. Brown, yeah,
3: yeah. Oh I, I,
1: I just I was just like thinking like as we're talking here, I'm like, do
2: successful men think this to themselves? Do they spend the energy? Because I don't know about you guys, but like mm-hmm. this takes up my mind. Like there's, you know, with like the sexual stuff and then like the hustle stuff. I'm like, fuck, like, you know, like it takes bandwidth from my mm-hmm. mind. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm trying to freaking run shit here. Like, why is it taking up, you know, and, and I of course I I um I resent it. Sometimes I resent it. And being a woman, I'm like, fuck, if I was a man, I do think if I was a man, not that I, I want no part of being a man, no offense to men. I love being a woman. <laughs> so much. I do. I'll take all this. But I'm just like curious. I'm like, how come and so what you said um, that that post that you saw with the woman from the UK. There you go, right? We've been conditioned as kids Mm. in
1: the womb.
3: We've been conditioned. And that's why that's why I'm thinking right now, why does masculine like me being masculine mode not feminine? Like for me, I'm like, we're we're both like we're both. We're badasses. We were born this way. We already have these superpowers. We have these, if we want to call it masculine and feminine, but I'm like, no, I'm I'm all you're, of
0: it. You're a woman. It has nothing to do with... It, it's, yeah, you're a woman. That's what it I'm is. I'm a
3: woman and this it's, is what you're comes with a woman.
0: With a and woman. that's what comes with being a woman. I'm in Again. the
3: zone right now. And then yeah. I'm in this, yeah. the softer zone, if you want to call it a softer zone. And then I'm <laughs> in a boss bitch yeah. zone here. I'm all of it.
0: Well, I don't even think being feminine is being soft. Oh. It's not. It's Amen. not being soft. It's just, feminine. it's different. It's It's a different set of ideals and a different focus and goal, but it's not like, oh, this is hard and this is soft, although it can come off that way. It really is not, because honestly it takes more strength to be receptive. It takes more strength to allow things to unfold than to make them happen. So I I don't buy necessarily buy into the, it's softer. To be feminine, although what is portrayed as feminine can come off that way. Um, but to what you were saying, Joanna, yes, I, I do think you need to have a male panel. That would be wonderful. Um, but two, I in some ways, this idea that women are not or they have to aspire to some of the things that we see men do is very eurocentric because in other communities cultures and things like that that's not the case that's not the idea specifically in like the african cultures there is not this although it may have developed now but in the beginning there's not this idea of a man and ascribing all these qualities to a man and if you're a woman with those qualities then you're more masculine it's just person and these are the qualities so this this is not as much as in our society we are acting out those roles really yeah. it's just these are the things these are the qualities and some people you know may have more facility with these versus these um and it just is so it's not i don't like i don't necessarily think okay well a woman has to be this and a man has to be this um you can be all of the things and you you can pick and choose like you know pinky was saying you can pick and choose when you need this versus when you need that
1: dr brandy we just yeah people are like liking this I have an awareness that I am an infinite being in a female's body. So I'm an infinite being. And I'm like, and I love being a female. Like Maria said, I love it. I have fun with it. I was not always like that. I was very resistant to being a female because of all these points of views that I bought of what a female was supposed to be. And I'm like, well, you know what? I'm going to create what I would like. And I love this female body. I'm like, yes. And I'm an infinite being and I am all of it. And the question I ask myself many times is like, would an infinite being choose this? Would God choose this? God -hmm. would just be, right? I don't have to go, I am a girl and I'm doing this. So I walk in, I just want to buy a boy's clothes. I don't have to say I'm buying the boy's clothes. I just buy the clothes. What if they're just clothes and they're not the boy's Mm -hmm. clothes? But taking out the, um, there's so much
3: validity around it. Boy's clothes, girl's clothes. So it is programmed i mean even the other day uh, i hope my mother's not watching uh my my son was putting on a little turquoise backpack and she you know she was watching my instagram stories and she's like but that looks like a girl's backpack and i'm like but why Mm. More, like yeah, for generation older, yeah. you know yeah. and i'm like and he's three <laughs> like, like, <laughs> <big> whatever <Yeah. laughs> that's not like even worse i'm like <laughs> let him pick. he loves that backpack <laughs> that's what he wants to wear like let him like why i think it's just the programming that's why i've always i really do believe women run the world i think we're so powerful and so amazing it's just I think people just wanted to make it easier to like, like separate oh, the masculine and the feminine. I'm like, no, I'm a woman. This is what a woman is. Period. God, dang girls. This is so good. This like the whole time I've had goosebumps.
1: You all know when I get goosebumps, it's like, this was such a contribution. I know everybody listening is like, yes, gals and definitely a gentleman's panel. I want to, I want to know the questions. I want to know what they're thinking. Yeah, Maria, mm-hmm. that was so good. Mm-hmm. You're like, you're right. Are they thinking this? Yeah, <laughs> they just do it. And I've had that question before. I'm like, the tenacity that I have, that Joanna Vargas, the female body has. If I had a male body, would I have a different, like, life? I wonder. With the same tenacity that I have, I just mm. wonder. I'm not one to wear it as a badge of honor and go. It's because I'm a girl. I'm just curious. Like I mm-hmm. wonder that same tenacity. And with money, with money too. Like mm-hmm, I think about mm-hmm. like, my my clients,
2: then they're like, "I need help, you know, with um, pricing stuff out." I'm pretty sure that I would say maybe, and this is I'm ju- I'm making a generalization, but I don't think that men are sitting down like freaking spending their energy and time most of it thinking about like what. Should, oh no, it's, it's too much. Like oh, but, yeah. let's talk about like a confident mm-hmm. man. Oh, no. <laughs> No, they're that like, the price. Price. Mm-hmm.
1: that's it. That's it, done. Mm-hmm. done. And and we're like, what if Susie doesn't
0: like it or whatever? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you, or there's you, none you, of you that.
1: To, or no, I have to be
2: humble. And, and, you know, and all these, like, you you could be humble and make a fuck ton of money, Um, you know, and to kind of like in the beginning of the conversation when we're talking about like money, I think the one thing that I will say, and I don't know, I think it's just like an innate thing that I have is I always knew that when I had a lot of money, when I always knew I was going to be successful, I didn't know how, but I always knew that when I did, I was going to do really good things. And I always had that knowing that if you're a good person with a lot of money, you're going to do good things, right? It's just going to enhance mm. it. Um, So I don't know if it's so, so now I'm thinking like men really think like highly of themselves because they're, or they don't have those like not, and this is generally speaking, but like, they don't have they're not so quick to, to do the oh wait i don't oh, i don't want to take advantage of her because boom 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 oh i don't want is that too high or is it all those like things that you know i think that a lot of women deal with when it comes to like starting a business and stuff like that like the money thing is like the biggest and women apologize so much for it it just blows my mind um
1: yeah i had an awareness the other day that i'm like i think as women generally speaking Doing our best every day to dodge two things being called crazy and being called a bitch. We're trying to dodge it. Even though we say we're not. I don't care. It's okay. We're still dodging it. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I'm over the bitch part, but it's the crazy. Don't call me crazy. Like, don't <laughs> you dare call me crazy. I have this thing. I'm like, Joanna, let that go. Because the moment you're putting up that door to you, call me crazy. Yeah, like we hate being mm-hmm. called crazy. And there's even like mm-hmm. funny jokes on it and memes and and television shows, they'll do a little episode on if the girl's crazy, oh, she's got crazy eyes. If you ever saw uh, How I Met Your Mother, there's a whole episode and it's hilarious, but about a crazy woman with crazy eyes. They're like, oh, she's crazy. Even if she's so pretty, she's crazy. It's funny, but it's like, it's sad as well. We're mm. dodging those two things. Gals, this was so good. Thank you so much for these contributions, your your insight, your openness, your vulnerability—such a contribution to this planet and to this reality. I really do appreciate you. I love you dearly, ladies. And please, everybody, go into the show notes to to follow them because they are brilliant. And then they also have coaching as well, and they can help you. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. I love it. Thank you.
3: We'll
1: see you next time. Hey,
3: ladies. Bye.